All right, and welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Here with you at the Wildcat Sports Club. We have been here for eight years, which is crazy how this time has flown by. Wake Up Call, we, eight years ago with Danny Tome, the owner here at the Wildcat Sports Club, we came up with this idea that we wanted to bring West Genesee out into the community every single year, and we've done it for eight years years, almost a decade. So give yourselves a round of applause for making this awesome. We appreciate it. So I am here with West Tennessee Wildcats boys ice hockey, the no matter what number one seed in the playoffs. Show them some love for that right now. Number one overall seed. And and I'm here with, and I think, Coach, i, I got to say this to you. You and I have done a lot of these interviews. I think that this is the best hair do night for Frank Calabufo. Do you like his hair tonight? Give him some love for the hair. You like it? Now, the reason why I asked him to clap up your hair is I want to know if they can clap louder for 500-plus wins, only six coaches in the state of New York to get to 500 wins, 500 plus and counting. Can you clap louder for 500 than you did for the yeah. And I'm very excited here to be joined by Jonah Vormwald as well as Jesse DeSena and Dylan Collier here. Give them a round of applause here, these gentlemen from the hockey team. So I got my two seniors. I got Dylan and Jesse here, only two. So Jesse, I'm gonna start with you. What is this final run been like for you knowing that this is it? This is the last time you're gonna be putting the West Tennessee across your chest. Uh, Go ahead. It's been, you're good. It's been a handful of just um, Hard but fun. Been eventful, hard but fun. Okay. All right. Do you have a favorite memory so far in a 16 3 and 1 season? Being the one seed? Being the one seed. Coach, is he a man of few words? Okay. All right. So you lead by example. Who is the most vocal person on the team then if, if you lead by example? Oh, it's got to be Ryan. Ryan, all right. Why'd you say Ryan? He's always talking. He's always Never talking. Shuts Never shuts his mouth. Okay. Jonah, how are you? I'm good. So you're my lone non-senior that's on the couch right now, but you are also our leading scorer. Bring me into this season, your preparation, and why you feel like you've been so successful offensively. I... <clears throat> Um, I feel like we, uh, you know, we, we put a lot of work in there in training camp and throughout the season. I feel like, uh, I mean, I've been playing, like, throughout the summer and throughout the fall, I've played with, like, my two linemates, and I feel like they help me a lot offensively to get all uh, the points that I have. You said you played with your linemates. Who, who have been the guys that you would credit making you better this season? Um, I feel like Christian Ball, Jacob Pensabian. Also, Jesse and Ryan. Okay, also Jesse. All right. Jesse leads by example, right? 
if you had to take one piece of advice from Jesse, what piece of advice would you take? Um, probably just to be a leader. Be a leader? How would you define leadership then? Probably just always doing the right thing and um, knowing that like doing the right thing when nobody's watching, keeping track of everybody. Doing the right thing when nobody's watching. All right, I like that. Dylan, how are you, sir? Doing well? So this team this season, one final run for you. What's what's that been like? Has it sunk in yet, or are you going to think about it after the season? You said 15 plus years playing. You played all your life. Yeah. Do you remember that first moment you got on the ice? I don't remember, but I was told about it. Told about it? What they tell you? What'd you say? My dad just had me on the ice and I started bawling my eyes out. I mean, they told me to take me Put you on the ice, you started bawling your eyes out. And now, I would imagine it's the opposite. You're going to cry maybe when this season ends with another championship. Why is this team, in your opinion, Dylan, why is this team a championship caliber team? I think it's just because we've grown our whole lives together. It's the same group of guys, and we just have an asset that no one else has. And we just know each other like no other team. Do you have a favorite moment at any point in history on this team? Obviously, winning the state championship. Winning the state championship, that one sticks out. Do you have a favorite like moment we didn't see? A practice moment, a moment with coach, a moment off the ice with one of your teammates? I think uh, the you know the sit down on the locker room after it's just not going your way, and everyone's dedicated to figure it out, and you all sit down together and figure out what you have to do to turn your season out. I like that. All right, Jesse, I'm going to go back to you on this one. When something doesn't go your way and you're trying to figure it out, the record 16-3-1, what do you learn from those games that didn't end in a victory? Uh, just got to figure out what you like you can improve on and how they can all just be better. When you say you got to figure out where you went wrong, what are some of the things that you fixed this season as a team? Just fix playing together, like not just being selfish, Trying to find other people, help them out, just work together. How quickly do you feel like these mistakes were changed? I think we fixed them pretty quick. It didn't take that long. Just took a game or two afterwards and just better from it. Jonah, sandwiched in between two seniors, you'll be a senior next year. What have you learned from, I need to talk a little bit about Jesse, what have you learned from Dylan? Uh, I think Dylan leads by example as well. And, um, I think he's always doing the right thing, uh, pushing people in practice, uh, making sure everybody's like, doing the right thing in the locker room school. Fair enough. Coach, I'm going to hand it to you. You've heard these gentlemen speak about the season. How have you, with all the teams that you've had, you and I have discussed this before, there's been so much success over so many years and so many wonderful student athletes that go on to continue the sport as well as to become awesome people in our community. What is different about this season? I think um, it's no secret we were here not that long ago 
you know, getting the state championship rings. And, you know, 11 of those players aren't here right now with us tonight, right? 10 graduated, one went to prep school. So I think the challenge for this group was trying to figure out who they were as, as their own group, like, and getting out from the shadow of the 23 team and figuring out their own identity. And I think it took a little bit. And I, and I think it was it, it was painful at times. I think they'd admit that. You know, we spoke in the season, losing to a very good Skinny Alice team, but we we got shut out in that game. And then, you know, I think we lost two of our first four by shutouts. And then we kind of had to figure it out. We had to figure out who we were and how we needed to play, which is much different than last year. We're not constructed the same way. We only have two seniors. We're not as big as last year's team. Obviously, last year's team scored a lot more goals than this team did. So we are going to have to figure out how to manage the puck, put it in places we could get it back and keep it out of our net. And credit to this group, because they found a way to, to win the one seed. And the thing is, last year's team lost three games. This group has lost three games. And I think that's a credit to them. They figured out what they needed to do and who they are as a group. And... and they're the one seeds. We'll, we'll take it and grow from it and see what next week brings. You bring up that, obviously, with so many finishing up their time at West Jenny last year, that you are constructed differently. Some coaches will look at something and say, this is my system, this is my plan. I'm going to have to, like, force these players into it. And then I think the really great coaches build a system around the strengths of who they have. So how have you adjusted to the strengths of this year's team? Well, we're, we're, we're never going to compromise, like, the core values of the program, right? Like, we play defense first. We're, we're gritty. We're tough. We're hard to play against. We, play, we, we are going to play the game that way all the time. That's our formula. Talked about it yesterday in the locker room. Simple, smart, safe, strong, right? I know some of you want sexy in there. You get that when you win the banner. <laughs> That's who we are, and that we don't. Those are those are non-negotiables. As for the like the kind of the kind of system that we're going to play, how we're going to run a power play, those kinds of things. That yeah, absolutely. We, we got to look at the this talent that we have and their strengths and put them in a situation where they can be successful. But the core values of the program never change. I love that, and that's why you've been so successful. Is that consistency, and I think that brotherhood, somebody that played for you years ago can come and talk to the guys now, and there's going to be those similarities, which keeps the family together. Speaking of family, we've done this before, and I'm going to let you be first, Coach. Tell me something good about Jesse. Jesse's resilient. He, he perseveres. And more than anything else, he's very... He's just even-tempered, kind of doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low, and you, you know what you're going to get with Jesse every time you roll him out the door, every time you see him in the hallway, every time you see him in the locker room. His consistency. What about Jonah? Tell me something good. I told the kids yesterday in the locker room, Jonah's a weapon. That's the best way I can describe Jonah. Like, every time he touches the puck, something dynamic is about to happen. He's not a kid I'd want to have to defend, or game plan against, and I think I think that's why he's our leading scorer, and he he thrives in that spot. And Dylan, what about Dylan? 
Dylan's the kid that every championship team needs to have. Like he's the glue guy. He's the chemistry. He's the he's the kid that holds it all together. And for you know, for a coach like you got to have those kinds of kids. Or you can have a lot of talent, but if you don't have Dylan's, then you're not going to win. Dylan, I'm going to go to you first. Coach just said you're the glue. You're not going to win if you don't have guys like Dylan on your team. So. Your thoughts on hearing that from your head coach? I mean, obviously it's great to hear, but I think that's definitely a great part of it. It's the brotherhood that holds us all together. It's, it's not just a game at the end of the day. We're, we're all brothers and we're a family, and we're going to get the job done together because we trust everyone to be Talk about being a brother and being family. Tell me something good about Coach. What would you say in response to what Coach said about you? never met someone more dedicated to the game and you know he comes to practice with a purpose every single day and he knows what he wants to fix he knows what he wants to work on and he he never is he never lacks an idea he always is creative on the bench he'll whip out a random play out of nowhere he's just dedicated and focused and i've never met someone more dedicated to the game never met somebody more dedicated and focused jonah tell me something good about coach um he's probably the smartest coach i've ever played for he just always he always knows like the right things to do. Like he'll always keep you in check, like when you're playing lazy or not playing great defense. <laughs> he'll always keep you in check when you're playing lazy or not playing great defense. How does he keep you in check? Uh, he'll, he'll he'll coach me. He'll give me some constructive criticism. Uh, he'll yell at me sometimes, but he's, he coaches me. Who is the most often yelled at player on this year's team? Gotta be Ryan Long. <laughs> you said Ryan? All right. Coach, would you pick her? Probably. Okay. All right, Jesse, tell me something good about Coach. Well, it's just one of the nicest people I know. Always there for you. Easy to talk to when you need him. Just always there to help us do anything. Anything that happens, he's there for you. So that consistency, that being there, that hard work. When you have a coach like this, Jesse, I'm gonna stick with you for this. Does does that rub off on you in other parts of life, not just in hockey? Yeah, it just helps you like want to be a good person, help people, just whatever we're going through, just help them out. So it makes you want to be a better person. All right, I'm gonna ask you to say something nice about each other now, Jesse. You have to say something nice about Dylan. Always nice, known him almost my whole life. Just easy to talk to him. He's just one of the nicest people. Cares about everything, no matter what. Cares about everybody, no matter what. Dylan, tell me something good about Jonah. Uh, it's just a straight up hardworking kid, and he comes to work every day, and you know, you can trust him on the ice. And Milan here, and he's a great teammate. He's just all around. Good guy. All right. Jonah, you got a unique one here. You can tell me something good about any one of your teammates that's staring at us right now. You have to pick them. But before you do that, because people always see us on camera, but they don't see the awesome crowd that we get out here. So I want I want to show the crowd, but I need you to show me some love. So West Genesee Hockey, show me some love right now. Let's do that here. Let's do that. So you get to pick anybody on your team and you got to tell me something good about it. Um, I think I'm gonna pick Luke Alfieri. Okay. Um, he always brings a sense of humor to the uh, 
I mean, when we're all in, like, tough situations and, like, I feel like sometimes when we get down on ourselves, he's always there to, like, bring us, like, a sense of humor and kind of bring us up. So he's he's the comic relief when you guys need to feel better. Okay. If, if he's the comic relief, then who is the father of this team? Who's, like, the person that you think you could trust with the plane tickets, that you could trust with, like, making sure that the car's got gas in it? Who's the dad? Gotta be Jacob Pensacola. <laughs> Jacob, all right. So why? He's a very responsible kid. He always gets his like, always gets his work done on time. Always gets his grades up, making sure everybody else is like doing the right thing. I feel like. Okay, fair enough. So Jesse, in that respect, who's the person that you would anticipate to be late? They're not going to have car. They're not going to have gas in the car. They might have forgotten their phone charger. Who is that person? It's gotta be Chase. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why? What what makes you think that? Spend late to practice a couple of times. Just always late. Always late. All right. Late how how long? What like if we start at five o'clock, what time would he get there? Five, five five, maybe five fifteen sometimes. Five fifteen sometimes? Okay. All right, Dylan, so we've heard the father. We've heard the one that might come late to practice. Who is the person that you would trust? This is a tough one. I need you to really think about this, Dylan. Who on your team would you trust to be the next president of the United States? Oh boy. We don't have Elliot, we don't have Elliot here anymore. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> David. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to know why. He's just a really quiet kid. He's just got to be always thinking. I know he's got some good ideas. One of those quiet kids you said he's always thinking? All right. Coach, I'm going to hand it to you for a couple. If you had to put practice in the hands of one of your student athletes from this years team 2023-24 if you had to put practice in their hands and trust that everything would be done to a t who are you trusting we good matthew schneid matthew schneid all right why matthew matthew's an eighth grader who's not here with us tonight because he's got practice with his youth team but like this kid has his game face on, like when he gets out of the car in the parking lot. Okay, all right, I like that. A shout out to an eighth grader, the future of this team with many years to go. Frank, your coaching staff. I want you to describe your coaching staff. You can individually talk about what makes them special, or you can collectively talk about them. But I want to know about your coaching staff. Through your eyes. All right, so we, we got a we got a pretty we got a pretty big staff. A couple of them are here tonight. Yeah, can we clap them up here? All They're right, all so here. Right. So we got we got Bobby Chatel over there. Bobby, what? Fifteen years we've been together. Fourteen years. Yeah. Fourteen years. Yeah, well, fifteenth year he was my student teacher, and that was the old one, uh, 2010 state championship team. All right. So fifteen years 15 we've been years. together. Um, Bobby's got a huge hockey brain. 
But I think the thing with the kids will get a kick out of like they'll attest to this. How many times this year we we're in a one goal game, tie game, call a timeout, draw up a face off play, power play. All right, Bobby, take the whiteboard, you got it, draw the play. They execute the play, we score, we win the game. Like, like that just doesn't happen as often as it happens with, with this, you know, with this group. And, and Bobby's the brains behind all of that. So I think the kids would agree with that. Yeah. Let's give it up for Bobby. 15 years. And, and Brian Long, Brian Long's here. Ryan's dead. Yeah. Brian, Brian's, this is Brian's third year with, the, with, the, with us. He's a longtime lacrosse coach, girls and boys at the school. Great coach, great teacher, understands how to communicate with the kids. All Brian does is win. Ever since we brought him here, all we do is go to the state championship. Let's clap that up. We're going to show him the love. So, Coach, for you, like you said, I mean, you just described a wonderful staff atmosphere, right? A lot of, a lot of scheming together, a lot of success together, a lot of teaching together. We look to your history and the incredible feats that you have. You get to 100, we celebrate. 200, we celebrate. 300, I remember 400. And now 500 plus wins. I told you off the air that I was going to thank you then because you always thank everybody else. But can you look in the mirror with me for a second and say something about how you've done what you've done and give yourself a little bit of credit here because I know you always talk about the student athletes, the coaches, your family, the support, the school, the community, but some of this is you coach. A lot of this is you. And I, I'd love for you to share whatever you'd like to share in that respect. Well, you're right. It, 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 it's, it, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't thank everybody that's been a part of it. The one part, the one part I will take a little bit of credit for is that I'm born and raised in Camillus, went to West Genesee, played on the hockey team, graduated in 1984. So like, I knew the hockey program, I played in the hockey program when it wasn't like this. So back then, no coach lasted more than two years, most only lasted one year. Actually, Brian's uncle, Tim Long from Messina, coached here a year and they were good guys they just did they just for whatever reason weren't there was no consistency in the program and so while they were good players it wasn't a program it was just one team after another after another so when I had the opportunity to come back here I guess the part I would take credit for was is that I felt I felt that the town of Camillus, there was enough resources here to build what we have today. That was my vision, but none of it was possible without the commitment of all those other entities that had to get put in place. Camillus Youth Hockey, Parks and Rec, Parks and Rec High School Administration, and then surrounding myself with all of like the kind of coaches that I've been able to, to have over the course of 30 years. 
And and then it was just gathering momentum. And for that, like that takes on a whole life of its own. Like I can't take credit for any of that. I'm just blessed that I was given the opportunity to pursue this and then got all the support that was needed to sustain. So yeah, it was my vision, but it was everything else that, that was able to make it a reality. And it's, it's been a beautiful reality. And to that point, Dylan, for you, to be a part of a program, not a single team, not a team that's disjointed or disconnected to anybody else, to be a part of the West Genesee hockey program forever. What does that mean to you knowing that you're a senior? This is the last run, so you're part of this successful, consistently good, not occasionally great program. What does that mean to you? anywhere else it's the community is amazing everyone's been extremely supportive the teams the coaches the camps and obviously all of our parents and there's nothing like it and i wouldn't have wanted to play anywhere else i've played on other like club teams but not the beach question you wouldn't want to be anywhere else jonah for you when you're a part of a program a part of expectations that are extremely high you got more time in this but what has it meant to you to be a part of such a prominent, successful program where you're going to get everybody's best game every night? Uh, I feel blessed because I feel like it's made me a better player. And um, I mean, you don't you don't just get to uh, come into a program like this. It's it's an honor to be to put on a Western Seattle jersey, and I just feel like it's just made me a better person. Than Jesse, for you again, this is the final run. So to reflect on the fact that you're a part of this program and your blood, sweat, and tears have gone, in, gone into something that has been so great for so long, just what that continues to mean to you is you're not done. I just feel lucky because we're, we played forever and we've been able to accomplish so much and a lot of people haven't. And I just I feel lucky for that. So that luckiness and that appreciation for it. We're going to play rapid fire. You guys get to put Coach on the hot seat. He gets to put you on. I get to be involved. So we're going to have some fun with this. Dylan, you get to ask Coach the first question of rapid fire. It could be anything in the world. It could be hockey, music, movies, TV, favorite pastime, his favorite child. Just kidding. But anything that you want to ask him, you can ask him. This is my least favorite part of the show. Go ahead. What's your favorite team that Danny's played on? My favorite team that Daniel has played on. So, Daniel's played a lot of hockey. But, and he's played at very high levels. Um, and he continues to play at a very high level. So, Daniel played right here in Camillus, like all of you guys. He played here, West Jenny, and then... Then he went to Northwood, and then from there he went to the North American League of Maryland, Holy Cross, and now he's a junior at Oswego State. I have to say, he's been in a lot of places, been blessed to be there. Love watching him play everywhere he's been. So glad I got to coach him and he was a Wildcat. All right. Jonah, you got a question for Coach? Uh, who's your favorite NHL player? 
That's a good question. Um, there's a lot of good ones. I like the guys that that win, but also make everyone around them better. Bobby might disagree with me. I think he's a McDavid fan, but I got to go with Sidney Crosby. All right. Okay. All right. Jesse, you have a question for Coach? What's the best part of your job? The best part of my job is getting to go to the rink every day. Go to the rink every day, plain and simple. All right, Coach, you get to ask me one. What's your favorite sport? Well, I played basketball growing up, and I played since I was seven, organized. So I'd have to say the sport that I kind of go when I need peace to shut my brain off is basketball. But I will say that I was out on an ice hockey rink a long time. When I was in high school, I don't think I've told this story. When I was in high school, I was put on a blind date. Because my mom and her friend were like, hey, our kids should get together. And I told the girl that I couldn't skate because I'd only skated like twice my whole life. I go out to the rink. There's 20 minutes left. I love the Mighty Ducks, and I'm an Anaheim Duck fan. So I go out on the ice, and they're like, Dan, just go out there. Like, you know, you're kind of wasting the day. So I went out on the ice, and all I said in my head was do the flying V. Just do that back and forth, back and forth. And I skated so well that she thought I lied to her. And she got off the ice, and she was really pissed that I wasted the whole night. So wherever you are, Faye, I, uh, I hope you know I wasn't lying. I didn't think that I knew what I was doing, but apparently I can skate. I, I, I don't know what I would look like on the ice with a puck and skating and trying to guide that puck around. But, you know, if you all treated me like a toddler, I think that I could try to do it, but yeah, basketball has been my sport my whole life. All right, Jesse, I'm going to ask you one here. Jesse, what is your favorite class, your favorite subject at West Jenny, and what is your least favorite subject in school? Um, I hate English, too much reading, so not English. Okay, not English. And what's your favorite? Gotta be science because you do new stuff every day. You do new stuff every day? What science are you taking right now? None. None? <laughs> so you picked the one that you don't have to take right now. Did you have a favorite type of science that you took? I took physics, biology, chemistry. Do you have a favorite that you took? Uh, science? I like chemistry. Chemistry? All right, fair enough. You got one for me? the best part of doing this? Best part of doing this? Getting to time capsule my life with really amazing people. I think once we do this, the cool thing about it, Coach can attest to this, is once we do this, it's I, I keep these memories, I keep the moments, obviously the videos, but I care about everyone I talk to, and I want to know what you're doing like 10 years, 20 years from now. So you're always welcome back, but honestly, I mean, my favorite part of the job is the people. And, and I know that this man sitting next to me doesn't like to talk about himself, so I try to make him talk about himself a little bit. But, I mean, when you have coaches in the community like Frank Calabufo, I, I'm spoiled. I mean, I grew up in central New York. I've lived in different states. I came back here and everybody said, why? And it's like, 
what's better than home? And that's exactly what you talked about. Why are you at West Jenny? What's better than home? So I love talking to the people here, and I think God's put some really awesome people in my life. And without sports, I wouldn't have all these connections. So I would say you guys, honestly. All right, Jonah, you got one for me? All right, so you said you're a basketball fan? I am a basketball fan. And, um, LeBron just uh, passed all the all-time scoring record, so LeBron or Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. No, there's there's no conversation. Okay, all right, I hear a boo here and I have a couple claps. By a round of applause... Is LeBron the best player ever? All right. By a round of applause, is Michael Jordan the best ever? Coach, Kit, Kit, what do you think? I go. You go, Jordan. Here's the thing about LeBron is that you guys are growing up on LeBron. I grew up on Jordan. And I feel like if you saw him live, you wouldn't even have a conversation about this. And Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan played well with who he had. LeBron James goes to teams, buys players he doesn't want to play against, and tries to make a team that way. When Michael Jordan was playing, half of the NBA was good. Like you have no idea. He was playing against all-star dream team Olympic players, and that's not what the NBA is today. There's a few good teams, and then everybody else is trying to catch up. So, Jonah, my question for you, if you had to switch lives with one of your teammates on West Genesee Hockey for a day, whose life would you, who would you switch lives with and why would you choose to be them for a day? You got to like literally your soul switch. You're in their body. Their parents are your parents for a day. Who are you switching lives with? Uh, I'd probably say Ryan Long. Okay, why? Because um, I, I know both of his parents. They both uh, taught me. I just feel like it would be interest, an interesting household. Yeah, interesting household. Okay, all right. Dylan, what do you got for me? Now that you're an adult, what was your biggest takeaway from playing high school, being a player of the high school? What was my biggest takeaway from being a player for basketball? I would say that I learned more plays offensively and in general than Syracuse's basketball team at the university level. I now now let me they know I love them, and Gene Waldron, who was here with me at the Wildcat, can vouch that they didn't run, they haven't run plays for a really long time. I learned so many plays that I still like remember. And I played for St. Joe's CYO up here in Camillus. And the amount of plays we had to learn out, we had five out of bounds, four or five out of bounds plays. We had all different defenses, how to break a press. If you couldn't break a press, like if we couldn't break the press, if we didn't do it the first time, and the second time we didn't do it, we had two consecutive moments where they stole the ball, we were running. And then I watched Syracuse, and there's no play. And then the offensive plays, there's no screens, there's no pick, there's no pick and roll, there's no movement without the ball, there's no boxing out. I'm looking at this team that I love dearly, and the guys know that, and I'm saying to myself, why did I have to run in high school if they don't have to do it in college at Division One? So... I would just say that the thing I learned the most is I know a lot of plays, 
And if Adrian Autry, who I've been friends with for almost a decade now, I would love for Adrian to let me teach one play to the team this year. And I would make it very simple, but I just want to run one play with this team just to see if it works. All right, Dylan, good question. You probably got me in trouble for Saturday's game. So my question for you, Dylan, is if you had to come out onto the ice to one song and you and you danced on the ice to this song, you gave us a little movement, what song would you dance to on the ice? Yeah, it's got to be Sleepyhead. That's our, that's what was our, it? It's got to be Sleepyhead. Okay, why? That's, that's the song we play every time we win. So. It's a song you play every time. That's the mojo going. So it's got to be that one. Do you have dance moves? No. No. What would you do as your dance move? Would you do a little shoulder shrug? I mean, what would you do? On my record, I'd probably just fall. You'd probably just fall? Yeah. Okay. All right. So the final question, Coach, I'm going to bring to you. So you said that being put on rapid fire hot seat is your least favorite part. I'm going to try and change that for you. Coach, if you had to walk around with a neon sign that was invisible to you, but visible to everyone in the community, but it had to describe you, what would what would be the neon sign? That's tough. That's tough. These guys see these guys see a different side of me, I think. Yeah. So so bring me the softer side of Frank Calabufo. What is the softer side? When you're at home and you're not watching film and you're relaxing, what would the softer side have as a sign? I think it would be empathetic. Okay. But I think these guys see that too. It's not like, they, I mean, today at practice they didn't see empathy. I guarantee you that. <laughs> and they would agree. But um, I think they see both sides. I mean, I, I, I think we're... I think with them, I'm demanding and try to hold them accountable. But they also know the door is always open, and you know, I mean, we're 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 always just a conversation away from you know getting things right. So the post coming, we got another run in us, right, gentlemen? So with that being said, for West Genesee boys ice hockey. Here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora from the Wildcat on 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. To everybody watching and listening around the world, to everybody that always shows up and fills this room up for us. For Dylan, for Jonah, for Jesse, for Frank Calabufo, and myself, Dan Tortora, I would like a couple rounds of applause. One of them is, and I, and I know, again, I know how humble you are, but I'm so spoiled to sit on... I honestly feel like you're one of the people in my life that I'm spoiled to sit next to. So so can we please just clap it up for Coach one more time. Thank you. And he got to 100, and he got to 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, but I need, now that we've gotten over 500, I need a few more from you guys. 
so that we can hoist another state title. So please give a round of applause for yourselves and for your teammates who came up here tonight. West Genesee Ice Hockey, we wish you the best in the postseason. Thank you guys so much. Thank you to everybody that's here. And thank you, and we got to do this, we got to turn the table and clap it up to the parents, the guardians, the aunts, the uncles, the brothers, the sisters. Thank you for everything you do. Cheers. Have a great night, get home safe, and go Wildcats. Take care.